Welcome back to the Philly Special Podcast. I am Colin Rudisill. And I'm Kelson Hazelwood. And uh, Kelson, we are back after a decently long layoff in the midst of this COVID-19 stuff. We're practicing our social distancing, obviously. Oh, yeah. Even though we're social distancing every time we do this. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know, we're coming back with a quick podcast before we uh, get started with the season. Hopefully it's going to be on time. Um I think today all we're going to really go through is we're going to look at the draft class here for the 2020 Philadelphia Eagles, run through some of our picks, whether we like them, whether we don't like them, uh, and then take a look into the season, maybe give some predictions, um, some thoughts on our schedule, things like that. Uh, should be a fun, quick podcast, but let's just dive right in, Kelson. The Eagles had the 21st pick in the 2020 draft. Um, how, did, how do you feel about the selection? So I'm coming around on Jalen. Uh Originally, I was kind of bummed. I felt like we could have traded up and got someone a little bit better. But the more film and the more I understand kind of Jalen's college career, the more I start to to like him more. He's he's quick as hell, obviously. Um, he ran a four four seven at the combine, but people agree that that's not right. He thinks he's probably closer to about a four point two eight. Um, so he's fast, which is what we we're going for. And I also, from what you see on film, he goes up and he grabs the ball. And that's, I think, huge for what we need at offense right now, at wide receiver. I don't know. How do you feel about it? I think kind of similar. Yeah, I think, you know, obviously when you're watching the draft and you see, or you look at the predictions and all the big analysts had Jerry Judy and CeeDee Lamb going in the top 10. So, you know, we're just hoping that a big name wide receiver is still going to be around at 21. And not only is not a single receiver chip or picked in the top 10, it's Henry Ruggs the third first, <laughs> then Jerry Judy. And all of a sudden I'm looking and it's pick 15 and CD lamb is still on the board. And I was obviously talking to you before this all happened that that's the guy I want, you know, that I think right. he's got the highest ceiling in this draft. Um, so I was hoping the Eagles were going to go and get him. I heard reports that they actually tried to trade up to 15. Um, obviously that didn't happen. And I think at least my worst case scenario and a lot of other fans from what I see on social media from you guys, he falls to the Cowboys at 17. And now we got to see that guy twice a year, maybe three times a year in the playoffs, if that's a thing. And for the next who knows how many years. So that's pretty damning to me. And I'm pretty bummed about that. Yeah. And um, and this is all just draft night reactions, by the way. I've kind of changed since then. And I'll explain. But for pick 21, I think there's four big receivers in this draft being Ruggs, Judy, Lamb, and Justin Jefferson. And I know you weren't as sold on Justin Jefferson as I was and some other people, Um, but he was there, and I thought that's where they should have went, and they picked Jalen Rager, and uh, and my first thought is, wait, 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 that little guy from TCU? (laughs) But like you said, you start to look into his film, and and he is really fast. He does go up and get the ball. I really like that. Uh, I wish his highlight reel was a little bit more – yeah. Of him catching the ball and running routes and stuff as opposed to punt returns punt and returning, yep. yeah, things like that. But I think only time's going to tell with Jalen Rager. And I think the biggest thing, though, is we're always going to look at his career versus Justin Jefferson, the guy we could have had and his career versus C.D. Lamb, a guy that we could have potentially traded up and gotten. So it's interesting. Um, I'm not a big fan of the pick, even thinking now, just because of C.D. Lamb and the opportunity. We should have given up more to get up to 15 and take that from the Cowboys because I think, you know, just because he plays for the Cowboys, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. This guy's going to be something special, I think. Right. I definitely agree with that. Um, 
I think some of the things people have said about at least Jalen's college career, he never had consistent quarterback play or even talented quarterback play, to be honest. I, I think the most important thing for him right now is to just develop that chemistry with Carson Wentz. And if they can get on the same page, I feel like he can be a playmaker for us. Absolutely. And only time will tell. Look, I'm hope, I hope I'm going to get proven wrong. And right. uh, you brought up quarterbacks. I guess that just brings us right <laughs> into pick number two for go. the Philadelphia Eagles in the second round. If your head wasn't spinning already from picking Jalen Rager and all the madness that happened in the first round, the Eagles pull what I can only be considered a curveball. And they pick Jalen Hurts from Oklahoma. Kelson, thoughts? I don't know. I, <laughs> see, the thing is, like, no one saw this coming, one. So I have no idea what they plan to do with him. I don't know if he's going to be on the field a lot. I don't know if they're that concerned about Carson being injured, that they want to have a, a good number two. I don't. I don't know 100% what the thought process was when they when they drafted Jalen Hurts, but I mean he's a talented guy. Like he's not a bad guy to have on your football team by any means. And if they can find some cool ways to use him on the offense, then I'm kind of all for it. But then again, that's also like our second our second pick of this draft, and we I feel like we had some other needs that could have been addressed with this pick, but yeah, I'm just ab- not sure. Absolutely, and I. I Going off of that, piggybacking off that point, it's like, especially with me personally saying Jalen Rager wasn't the guy, now we still got T. Yeah. Higgins on the board as another big wide receiver we can add back-to-back. And if not that, nobody's playing middle linebacker at this point. <laughs> and, you know, we need defense we don't need backs. It. We don't need it. <laughs> I guess not at that point. Yeah, a backup quarterback. Let's go with that. Um, uh, it, it was a head-scratcher for sure, and I think it still is. Um I, I'm starting to like it more now that I've kind of thought about it. And I think the biggest thing that I keep going back to is Carson Wentz hasn't played a healthy season of football yet. Right. That's not to say the Eagles are giving up on him. Nobody's giving up on him. They got paid a hundred million dollars, but it's good to have that reassurance just in case, you know, we have to move in a different direction. Maybe Jalen hurts is that guy. We can at least get some glimpses. If Carson Wentz tears an ACL, God forbid, and Sudfeld gets hurt, which he's got a long career of getting hurt as well. Hurt steps in, and who knows? Maybe it's something special. And like you said, we can use him on the field, some wildcat things. Uh, he's certainly not a Taysom Hill. I keep seeing that. No, it's, that's, yeah. that's not a good comparison. No, Taysom Hill is a he's a special weapon if there ever was one. He's right. not a quarterback. Jalen Hurts is a quarterback. So it's weird, man. It's really weird. I don't know what they're going to do about that. I, I'm excited to see what happens. I'll be kind of honestly bummed if we don't see him on the field at least, you know, a couple snaps every game. Because, like, at that point, like, why do we even have him? Like, at that point, is he really just, you know, Carson injury insurance or what? And yeah. I, I, I hope they have bigger plans for him than that. I feel like it can pan out, like, three different ways, right? Either right. Wentz, God forbid, there's a worst-case scenario, Wentz gets seriously injured Jalen Hurts comes in and now we're going in a new direction as early as a year or two from now mm-hmm. uh he is just that insurance policy in case you know he's basically not Nick Foles 2.0 but when the Carson Wentz goes down let's put in Jalen Hurts and we're still going to win football games or three Carson Wentz takes off Jalen Hurts wants to go play somewhere else and it was just kind of a waste of a pick yeah I mean that's literally all there is to it yeah um 
So for me, the first two rounds were pretty uh, disappointing as a whole. I was kind of in a whirlwind about why we were doing these certain things. I think going into round three, though, is where this draft starts to turn around for the Eagles. Right. So uh, what do you what do you got on Davion Taylor from Colorado? So not a whole lot, but thank God we finally got a linebacker. Yeah. Um, I think he's kind of a steal where we got him. I'll say that much. Yeah, I personally think he's the best pick uh, that the Eagles had in this draft. Really? Uh, mm-hmm. I, I do. Okay. He had 72 tackles uh, last season in Colorado. He only had one sack. But that's not Davion Taylor's game. You know, after I watched some film and uh, looked at stuff about this guy, he actually played safety a little bit in college as well for a D1 school. He's athletic enough to do both. And I think the defense is really trending towards um, being more versatile with all of their players. Right. You look at Jalen Mills, who's going to play cornerback and safety. This guy can play, Davion Taylor can play uh, slot corner if you need him to. He can play any linebacker position. He's really interesting with a lot of talent. Um, and he's, he's a good run stopper too. Like, I don't know. I, I really like Debbie Taylor. I think he's a guy that we're going to see starting week one for the Philadelphia Eagles. So when you get a guy like that in the draft, that's, that's a good start, especially getting what you got at round three and a guy like Debbie Taylor. So moving on, our next pick was safety Kayvon Wallace. Uh, I am kind of excited for this guy. I feel like this might be our next kind of Jalen Mills type player. He seems just very outgoing, very kind of passionate. He seems very excited to be a Philadelphia Eagle. And you go back and look, he's a very aggressive guy. He'll make those big hits and he makes a lot of plays. I'm kind of, I feel like, you know, our secondary has always been something we need to have depth at because those players, for whatever reason, can never, you know, stay healthy for all season. And I feel like this is a good guy to have, you know, back there for us. Yeah, absolutely. I think any depth you can add in the secondary is good depth for the Philadelphia Eagles right now. And Kayvon Wallace, like you said, he's taking that to another level, man. This is a guy that had 72 tackles, two sacks, two interceptions, and a touchdown last season. And he started, started four seasons at Clemson, you know, which is obviously one of the best collegiate programs in football right now. Uh, I think this is a great value pick at round four. And I think between Kayvon Wallace and Davion Taylor, this is where the Eagles really save their draft because these are big names that I think can be stars on that defense for, for a couple years, a few years, hopefully to come. Right. And like you said, he flies to the ball. He's a great tackler, great run stopper. Um, and he led the last two seasons, I believe, Clemson for pass breakups on his team. So, And another guy that's very versatile, like Jalen Mills, as you mentioned, yep. he can play the slot corner, he can play safety, he can play outside corner, whatever you need to do. And you're going to find out, I think, this season. That's something uh, Jim Schwartz is going to utilize quite a bit in, in that defense. Yeah, he's another speedy guy, too. He runs a 4.5340 time. Which, yeah, I think the more of that we have on defense, the better right now. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and they're, that's a pretty common theme in this draft, I would say. Yeah. Um, something else we can mention, too, is right around this point. I don't remember. It might have been a little bit later where they uh, got that trade for Marquise Goodwin. Yep. So we keep adding to the burners on that Just one. More uh, speed. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, really, the I've got a little bit about Jack Driscoll, too. Uh, another burner, what did you say, 50240? Yeah, he'll probably play wide receiver, right? <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah, maybe tight end, you know, get our third <laughs> one in there. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, I, I don't have a lot to say, but I just think it's good. We are adding some depth um, when you look yep. at Jason Peters leaving and Big B leaving. It's good to just throw somebody in there. And I think Driscoll 
picking him where he was. I heard uh, Mel Kuyper and other guys saying they thought he was going to go earlier. So seems like another value pick at that point. I'd agree with that. And even one more after that, John Hightower, you know, yeah. another just fast wide receiver. Another burner. <laughs> and Quez Watkins right after him, too. I think True. right after him. Or pretty close. Uh, Sean Bradley would have been our next one. but Then Quez Watkins. I then Quez Watkins. All right. Yeah. Still, yeah, just burners all over this team. It's going to be interesting. What? So it's, uh, I mean, when you take out Alshon and you take out JJ and you take out Greg Ward, you're left with what Jackson, Rager, Hightower, Watkins, and Goodwin. Like those are five really fast guys, and it's gonna be interesting to see what they do with all of them. Yeah, I mean, if nothing else, like it's gonna. I feel like it's just gonna open up the middle of the field for you know Zach and for Dallas as well as Miles Sanders, those ta- yeah. those guys. It's, that's kind of what I was thinking too. It's you know you get all that pressure over the top, your safeties flee back, whoever else, and then you just. You know, have some crossing over the middle for our tight exactly. ends space. And they make people miss, so I think it's good. Yeah, I mean, you look back, I think we talked about this a ton last year, but we'll keep it going this year, why not? Um, you look <laughs> back to that first game we had last year against Washington, and we had Deshaun Jackson fully healthy, and it was just a completely different football team from what we saw for the next 15 games after that. So I'm all for it. I, I think it's going to work out for us. Carson seems to be all about chucking it down there if it's open so why not get some people who can get open yeah and at the very least it's going to be an exciting preseason when you see Jalen Hurts oh, yeah. out there and all these fast guys I mean we're going to see at least what 10 <laughs> 60 yard touchdowns that'd be awesome I, I hope so uh but yeah. no good oh. oh you mentioned Greg Ward so Greg Ward is someone I want to talk about with you know all these additions at wide receiver where does that, Greg that Ward fit into this yeah yeah like do you think do you think Greg Ward's role what does his role look like here in 2020? I mean, he's he's still got to be a big part of it, right? You would think. I mean, do you think he's like heavily competing for a starting role even? Do you think he's like for sure a starter on the Eagles next year? All right. How how do you want to play this, right? I mean, if we're talking about week six and Alshon's in a wheelchair and, and Deshaun <laughs> is in a walker, like, yeah, he's going to be a st- he's going to get plenty of playing time. I don't think he's. I don't know. I, I, I can see him and Jalen maybe switching out a lot. I mean, if he's not going to be a starter, he's still going to get a ton of playing time. I don't, do, you think, do you think he still plays outside? Do you think he plays slot? Or do you, or do you think they use him? Probably a lot of different places, but I, I see Greg. I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, do you move Deshaun? Deshaun's always been outside, but I mean, if you're going to have him, Rager, in the slot, obviously, right, is where I would put Jalen Rager. I would uh, put him on the outside. Okay, who's going to play your slot? I think Greg Ward. So, all right, what's your starting three? If you had a two outside starting receivers, three. Yeah, two outside receivers in a slot. Well, obviously Deshaun Jackson if he's healthy. Is on the uh, outside. Yeah. Okay. Jalen Ragor on the other outside, and then Greg Ward plays slot. So you're just you're just giving the axe right to Alshon Jeffrey. Yeah, I think at this point he's kind of earned the axe. I'll be honest. Yeah, well, Look, I think if we had it our way, you wouldn't even be in Philadelphia right now. I think if anyone had it their way, it'd be that Like, it's simply just a money issue, but... And a locker room issue. And a lock, yeah. But, I don't know. If Alshon can somehow get his shit together and get healthy and is back to, you know, normal, I'm all for it. And then hopefully we can see J.J. Arcega-Whiteside, you know, grow up a little bit and, you know, start to fill in some of that big ball catcher type receiver role a little bit as well. But... 
I I don't know. I think Alshon Jeffries all but done in Philly. I hope so. I, I think I, he's one injury away from being done done in Philly. <laughs> I still I still see him starting for Philadelphia. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm thinking Alshon, Deshaun, and maybe Greg Ward in a slot. I don't know. Or or J- here's another question: Who's going to get more playing time before between JJ and Jalen? Jalen. That seems like a certainty, right? At this point. <laughs> I mean, like I, like I said, until Alshon gets hurt, and then JJ fills that role, and hopefully he actually plays well this year. Which I don't yeah. think he played bad last year. It's just he didn't do anything. Yeah, he's a rookie, you know. And <laughs> I mean, yeah, but he lost a lot of opportunity too after he dropped that pass against Detroit. That is true. Um, yeah, I mean, Matt Collins is out. We can we only have to talk about him anymore, hopefully. Yeah, I'd agree. Uh, yeah, I think other than that, like, I mean, maybe Quez and um and uh, Hightower, they'll probably keep one, maybe. maybe I, I doubt they'll keep both, and I'm guessing they're probably going to use them more for, like, a gunner on special teams and, and a returner more right. than an actual wide receiver. But, you know, that sometimes you grow that way. I mean, look at Boston Scott. Yeah, and I mean, I think, honestly, there'll be a lot more rotation at receiver than, than normal now because we, we're stacked on it. Um. I mean, obviously, Goodwin will probably get some playing time. Oh yeah, God, I for- right, exactly. I, I forgot about him. Like, <laughs> like, oh, he could, he could easily start. True. I mean, this could really go a lot of different ways, and I think it's it's going to be a lot of fun to see how that kind of competition goes throughout training camp and all of that. Yeah, definitely. And I think another thing that you know, especially as Eagles fans, we got to think about when it comes to Week Eight, who's actually going to be out on the field and all right, who still can run. Yeah, yeah, because all seven, eight, whatever wide receivers that they have right now on the roster are not the, a. They're going to get cut, and b. They're going to get hurt. So yeah, everybody's going to get their chance. I think. Yeah, I I just think it's going to come down to who plays who plays out in training camp, and I think that's it. See what happens. Do you uh do you got any predictions? Let's say six wide receivers who you think they're going to have. Ooh, so they keep six. Let's just say six. They could keep more, but All right, I sure, just but pulled a number. Yeah. Uh, so obviously Deshaun Jackson, Alshon if he's still you know moving at that point. Okay. Um, Jalen obviously. Arthega Whiteside makes he's fine. Goodwin of course. And who's my last one? You said Greg it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Greg Ward has to make the team, otherwise I'm you know gonna cry. Yeah, I, I can't <laughs> imagine he's not going to make the team. Right. That's They probably will keep seven, if I had to guess. Because those six, I feel like, are all locks to make the team. Especially like, after last season. I'm keeping as many as I can. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. What, they had three active or something at one point? It was like Josh McCown was going to go run routes. It, like, that is <laughs> that unheard so of. That was the funniest <laughs> part in a... Oh, I cannot uh, believe that it. show. What's what's the show? All, All or, or nothing. nothing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that that would have been a sight to see. Oh, I would have lost it. I kind of wish it would have happened, just you know, so we could say it happened. But yeah, and you know we would have, man. That guy wears his heart on his sleeve, and yeah, I'm I'm gonna miss him this year. Tough as nails, for sure. So moving on a little bit from the draft, um, looking ahead to the actual regular season. Have you have you looked through? What do you think? What what do you think our final record ends up like? First of all, um, 
you know, I'm, I'm trying to pinpoint even right now. I'm going back and forth because there's some games that stick out to me. And um, let's start with really, that. What, ga- what games stick out to you this season? Let's start there. That's a good place. Okay. Yeah. I, I think I've highlighted two in yellow, and I've kind of went through and been like, you know, obviously New York, I've, we should win both of those. Washington, we should win both of those. Uh, I've highlighted Week Five at Pittsburgh. Why? And I've highlighted Week Thirteen <laughs> at Green Bay. Okay, same. But why Pittsburgh? <laughs> Pittsburgh, look, when you get Roethlisberger back in the fold, A, so they're not running around with Mason Rudolph and whoever else. Okay. Uh, you get Connor healthy and Juju hopefully back on track. And their defense is still good. This is a good team in Pittsburgh. I think, sure, I think you're but sleeping it's on the Steelers. I mean, they're eight, in, what were they? In yeah, eight and eight last year. Like In Pittsburgh, eight and eight with Mason Rudolph at quarterback? Yeah, I get it, but... And Juju having a bad season with Connor Hurt, too? I think Juju, honestly, overrated. I think he did really well with Antonio Brown. But now that he's number one, I don't think he's handling it very well. I'm going to be honest with you. It's hard to tell. I mean, it. it I mean, had, it's been one season. And he could have. And it was Mason Rudolph throwing him the ball. True. It wasn't Roethlisberger. And Roethlisberger's old. He might be out of gas. I don't know. I just, you know, by week five, we will know. Right? I don't know. Let me go ahead and say some things. I'm going to look up Pittsburgh's schedule. Sure. Um, I don't know. So I didn't highlight that game, but I did have three that I did highlight. Yeah, what, what were your other two? So I highlighted the Ravens game in week six, because not just because, like, I honestly think we'll probably lose that game. I think that's, you know, a fair thing to say. But I think that if we want to, like, compare ourselves to one of the best teams in football, I think that is a great week to do it because we're coming off of, you know, the Steelers and we're still fresh in the season. Absolutely. Um, I think if our if we want to see if our defense is truly worth a damn against the Ravens is the time to do it. Yeah. And so I'm uh, I'm very excited to watch that game personally. I mean that's a Ravens team that's gonna make the playoffs. All oh, yeah. all but certain unless you know something. Unless Lamar Jackson to like yeah loses a leg, but even then he could probably still hop on one faster than most other people can run on two. So yeah, I, mean, I don't that's, know. So, that's a test for sure. I highlighted that game and then. I highlighted the Seahawks game at home because the Seahawks give us fits. We've seen it time and time again. I cannot figure out why we can't beat them, but mm-hmm. I think that one, that one's going to be an interesting one. I think, I think we, we, we need to win that one this year because we just haven't been winning it. Yeah. Uh, and then I also highlighted the game Bay one because we beat them last year, but I think we beat them two times out of the last five years or fa- past five times we played them. Yeah, and so I'd, I'd like to see another W in that column. Yeah, and it's at Green Bay. You never know what's going to happen. It's... Right. Plus, that's a tough stretch right there when you look at it. We play the Seahawks, uh, the Packers, the Saints, and then the Cardinals. They're just all right in a row with no like breaks. Bye week was back in week nine. Yeah, look, I mean, this this might be another hot take, but I I don't think. I think Cleveland's going to be better this year, too. I, I also have that, yeah. yeah I agree. So I also think the Cardinals are going to be a lot better this year. I agree, yeah. I mean, you had DeAndre Hopkins, and, I mean, Kyler was, you know, reigning rookie of the year, and he's only going to get better. Right. And That's, they're just, yeah, he's just going to be more and more comfortable about all, yeah. yeah. They're going to put Cleveland, a little bit. At Cleveland, Seattle, home at Green Bay, New Orleans, at Arizona, at Dallas. Right. That's a That's what, a tough little games? stretch. Yeah. yeah. That is, I, I, I mean, what I've got us going Green Bay either way. I mean, 
what, uh, one, one and one, two and one, two and two, three, three and three through that stretch, something like that. You know, you, we can probably chalk it up that we're probably going to split against Dallas. That's, that's, what, that's, what, yep. that's what usually happens. Like you said, I've got, I had the other two marked as well, Seattle and, um, uh, what was the first one you said? Baltimore. Baltimore. I just had them as straight losses, and it's just because Baltimore could just, easily win a Super Bowl this year. Right. But it is, like you said, excellent test for the Eagles. I mean, even if we're just playing with Baltimore, if we beat them, I mean, that's incredible. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's just a tough game. And Seattle, I think, is more comparable to the Eagles, especially they're in the same conference um, they're kind of around the same level as far as like, yeah, this team is one step away from really getting to a Super Bowl and being maybe right. one of the best in the league. And they've just gotten the better of us. I don't know how many times in a row, but too way times. too many. Yeah. I agree. Uh, I've got that chalked up as a loss, but I'm hoping I agree with the highlight. I think they could win and they should win. It's about damn time they win. Right. Uh, but yeah, um, I got a little news on Pittsburgh real quick. If we can jump back to that. Sure, uh, go for it. They start at New York Giants, okay. that is. Denver Broncos at home, Houston Texans at home, and at the Titans before facing the Eagles. So easily they could be like one and three. But, you know, they might not. I don't know. Yeah. Just something to look at. I'm just not. Pittsburgh's a tough place to play. If Roethlisberger's still big Ben and you know everybody's jumping back I think it could be a problem I'm just saying it It could could be but I I'm not overly worried about it because like when you think about it we we traded for one of the uh the best lockdown corner kind of currently playing especially at his age uh I think Darius Slay against Juju I'm I'll watch that all day I honestly think Darius will shut that down and yeah I was going to say, too, for who else that, do they have that Washington game in week one is a really good kind of like starter, I guess, for Darius Slay. When you look at Terry McLaurin and that matchup, because Terry McLaurin is, Ooh, you know, yeah. I think he's a future prospect. He's, he's a good receiver. He's a very not, good receiver. Yeah. Not one of the best in the league right now, but maybe three, four years down the line. Who right. knows? So this is kind of a good start for him to get used to the defense, fall into like, you know, whatever the protocol Jim Schwartz is going to have this season and really test him against a good wide receiver before we get, you know, into the AJ greens in week three and, mm-hmm. um, you know, even the Hollywood Browns and whatnot coming into week six. Yeah. And I, got it. Oh, I, I was, was going to say, looking at these receivers there, like in their first seven weeks, you know, I mean, Washington's got McLaurin, the Rams have Cooper cup, I guess, AJ green, who, who even knows if he's going to be around in week three. But the 49ers, not much receiver action. Pittsburgh, I say Juju. You say no Juju. I So I think the Bengals game is going to be interesting, too, because Joe Burrow. Yeah. I mean, like, what's that going to look like? Are the Bengals going to all of a sudden be kind of tougher to beat? Like, he's one hell of a fucking quarterback, so. He definitely is. And week three, at that point, he might have already, you know, shaken off the, the Yeah, exactly. That's probably about when, like, if he's going to, like, have a – good rookie debut week three is about when that's probably going to start so yeah hopefully we um, shut that shit down but i hope so but and then I'm also not, the 49ers are not anything to be like obviously they were in the super bowl last year they're not yeah i've actually got that chalked up as a loss for us but uh, i do yeah it, it's a game i think can go either way but um that defense yeah, man that defense is very good that's gonna <laughs> cool. be a real real test for right. carson wentz and the receivers at that point 
Mm-hmm. Who's ever left by week four? You know, oh God, Deshaun, I hope and Alshon, Deshaun and Alshon <laughs> might already be out by that point. But, uh, yeah, you know, I'm looking at the schedule and it's I mean, you look at the Rams. How good are they going to be this year? I mean, they they were decent last year. They were in a Super Bowl two years ago. You, we've already talked about the Bengals, the San Francisco, Pittsburgh. Like there's a lot of teams. We haven't talked about the Saints yet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jeez. Uh, but a lot of these bubble teams that I'm kind of like. Well, they can either be really sure. good or really exactly. bad or somewhere in the middle. And how good is – I mean, we finished 9-7 and seven last year. We lost to the Dolphins. We lost to the Falcons. We lost to the Lions. Games that we should have won, right? But then we so, won a bunch of games that we shouldn't have won. So Yeah, so it, the it's Packers. really – the schedule kind of boggles my mind because it's yeah. kind of a lot of teams that are in a similar situation. I mean, the Rams lost a bunch of embarrassing games last year. The yeah. Cardinals are a team that – you know, they were bad last year, but they're certainly on the up and up. When you add DeAndre Hopkins, oh, yeah. this is a scary That's, offense all of a sudden. Yeah. yeah. And not to mention, if you look inside of our own division, like, I don't know. Like, is Daniel Jones going to start playing better? Like, we have, what, two of the three teams have new coaches this year? Yep. Like, is that going to make teams better? Like, I don't know what the Giants are going to look like. I really don't know what the Redskins are going to look like. I think Dallas, we pretty much know what we're getting, but... Those two teams, I feel like, could honestly be better this year. Yeah. No, I'm, I think they're both on, on the up and up. I don't think right. either one of them are there yet. I've got us going 4-0 no. against them. I do too, but, but yeah, they, could, they could surprise us. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I think Washington's got to figure out what they got in Haskins. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I think I'm a little more scared of the Giants than I am the Redskins currently. Um, just because, I mean, Darius Slayton is a – he was a pretty good wide receiver last year. They're getting Sterling Shepard back. Daniel Jones was starting to figure it out at the end of the season. They got Saquon. Right. You know, the offense is scary. So. It's true. Uh, yeah, I've got us floating around like 10 and 6, somewhere in I, there. I had optimistically 11 and 5, but I think 10 and 6 is a little more realistic. Um, yeah, I actually wrote down worst 9 and 7 and best 11 and 5, so I just kind of split the difference. That makes sense. Yep. <laughs> uh so everyone's been saying the Eagles have a super easy schedule this season. Would you agree with that? No. Oh. We just talked about it a ton. I straight up don't. I think that's not true at all. No. I mean, uh, first off, yeah. real quick, just looking where you, you got to play Dallas twice. So, right. I mean, that's, you know, say what you will. I know they finished 8-8, eight eight, whatever. They're still a threat in the NFC and definitely in the NFC East. Mm-hmm. Then at San Francisco, they were just in the playoffs. You got to play Baltimore or in the Super Bowl, rather. You got to play Baltimore. You got to play Seattle. You got to play at Green Bay, New Orleans. So those are already hard games, right? I mean, yep. before we even dive into the guys that might be doing better, like Arizona and Cleveland. So yeah, I think it's definitely hard. Yeah, I don't know. So I was I was doing a little bit of thinking about this. So sure. the combined record of everyone we play uh, next year. Based upon last year's records, they were 109 and 208. 109, so, 208. Yeah, that was the combined record of everyone we play. The combined record of all the teams outside of our division, so excluding you know the the Giants, the Redskins, the Cowboys, 94 and 160. Hmm. So those records aren't great, but I think what really comes into play here is what we've been talking about: is some of these teams kind of looking up, kind of probably will be better this season. They were last season. Yeah. And so yeah. like I think I think a lot of that is based upon these like looking at what they did last season. But if if you really think about what some of these teams are gonna look like, I'm I don't know, I think it's gonna be a lot harder than 
than what people are saying. Yeah. Well, especially if you look at, like, you know, the Eagles, we, we I've talked about that big stretch where they had to play, like, you know, Buffalo, Dallas, Chicago, New England, Seattle, like, all in a row. And then right after that is when they played Miami. And I feel like that was kind of like a relief for them. Like, oh, thank God, we get to play Miami. And I don't want to say they took the game off, but they kind of took the game off. The you know? defense like, did. I don't know where the fuck they were. I, I just feel like <laughs> they didn't. I thought they thought it was Miami. Our hard stretch is done. We don't have to play hard. And there's a lot of teams in this schedule that if you overlook them, yes. they will. They can beat you. They will beat and, you. And especially, you know, we just talked about that tough stretch uh, with New Orleans and Green Bay and Seattle. You get to at Arizona, I feel like if they take that game off, they will lose to the Cardinals. Right. And then that's not going to be a good look when you play the Cowboys again next week away. Yeah. Like, and you know, it's uh, just the momentum stuff. shifts that could happen through the schedule are kind of scary. Yeah. And what's even worse off for me personally is I, I'm pulling up the Cowboys schedule real quick. Okay. Because I have not looked at that. it's, it, well, look, we can, we can just run through it real quick. You can okay. tell me what you think. Okay, sure, why not? So, they got at Los Angeles Rams in week one. I don't know. I literally don't know what to expect from the Rams this year. Yeah, I I feel like they're going to take a step back without Todd Gurley. Yeah, but But even then, they barely used him last year. That's true. And they, (laughs) I think they drafted a running back, or they got somebody, so. Let's just say a loss. Let's just say a loss. Uh, They got the Falcons at home. Probably win. Then they go at Seattle. Loss. Then they play Cleveland at home. Don't know. Uh, hopefully win for them. Oh, if I was a Cowboys fan, hopefully a win. <laughs> I was about to say, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> uh, they play the Giants in Dallas. So, yeah, I've got them so three and win. two, maybe four yeah, and yeah. one at that point. Probably about right. They play Arizona and Dallas, or we got to play them on the road. I don't know. Probably a lo- I'm gonna say loss. I feel like Arizona gonna be good okay. this year. Okay, okay, I like that. <laughs> look, look at that game, October 19th. Kelsey right. is saying Arizona's marching <laughs> into Dallas and stealing a win. I think they're oh, gonna do. I'll be right. I'll be right. We're gonna have to. I'm gonna like put a mark down and talk about <laughs> that game. Uh, they go at Washington and then at Philadelphia, which loss, I'm- loss. Oh, wow. <laughs> Three in a row. Okay. No, they'll they'll beat Washington. Oh, my goodness. Uh, they play Pittsburgh and Dallas. Win. And then they go at Minnesota. That's a tough game. Loss. Washington. Minnesota going to be probably pretty good this year. At Baltimore. Loss. Very tough game. At Cincinnati. Win. And then the Niners-Eagles. Lost yeah. to the Niners. Hopefully lose to the Eagles. And then they go at New York. Win. So, okay, so you probably had them floating right around 7 and 9, 8 and 8, somewhere in there. I'd be okay with them going that. <laughs> yeah, I would too. <laughs> Shit, I hope they go 0 and 16. That'd be awesome. Me too. That'd be great. But I, I just, I kind of, I mean, if I had to choose between our two schedules, I feel like I might choose this one. Yeah, Dallas, it definitely seems a little bit easier to me. Yeah, like they're tough. I mean, they play at Minnesota and they play at Baltimore. Ooh. I feel like those are their two toughest games. And then at Philadelphia. Like we still play like Baltimore. Like we get to do it at home, but I don't think that matters to Baltimore. I feel like they'll still come out hard. Yeah. I mean, we got to play. Uh, I think the biggest difference is we got to play New Orleans and they don't have to yeah. play New Orleans. 
that's that's a tough that's a tough break for for us Eagles fans. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad to see us playing the Saints again though, because that's that's one I feel like we need to win. Yeah, I mean, especially I guess it depends on how you want to look at it too. I mean, if the Eagles are Super Bowl ready this year, which honestly, like, I don't see why they couldn't be if they're everybody's going to reach their full potential. I mean, this team could go to a Super Bowl. I'm optimistic. I agree. So, you know, we, we got to beat teams like New Orleans anyway. Exactly. So like, we need to so prove it through the regular season. Like, let's – I'd love to see a season where we're not, like, the underdogs for once. I'd love to see us just smash some fucking teams. To the, like, we did in 2017, <laughs> too, and everyone still didn't believe us. I don't understand why. Because Carson Wentz went down. But I'd love to see us just beat the shit out of everyone all the way through. Carson's healthy. For once, just a full playoff game, at least from him, <laughs> would be great. Let's not play the Seahawks week one. So just Davion Clowney. Well, I guess he's not on the Seahawks anymore. But let's just not play the Seahawks week one of the playoffs would be cool. I don't yeah. know. I, uh, I only want to see Jalen Hurts when we're shutting teams down, you know. Or and, if Carson's on the field with him, or like Carson's yeah, taking yeah. either, that'd be cool. Yes, <laughs> yes, that. <laughs> no like reasons. No like permanent Jalen Hurts would be cool. Yeah, I mean, I think a three no starts pretty possible, and that's I mean three no's better than zero and three. Things get a little dicey in weeks four, five, and six, but we'll see what happens, man. I'm I'm just excited for football to be back. Hopefully, like I said, nothing gets uh, with. You know, all these unfortunate times and everything that's going on. Hopefully we can start the season on time and everything is mostly normal. It sounds like the NFL more than almost any other league is trending towards that. But, right. but I guess we'll see. Yeah, thankfully, it's far enough out. I feel like at least training camp's going to go off like pretty much normal. I, I don't know. I kind of think kind of like what you said. Maybe, you know, there's going to be a little bit of the season played no fans, which would be super weird. But. I heard they're doing, like, virtual fans. Oh, really? Yeah, virtual fans and, like, sound effects and stuff inside the stadium. So I don't know how that's going to work, but... I don't know. Just give me a mic and, like, let me scream and just let it... (laughs) And go with the loudspeakers in Philly. That'd be sick. That would be awesome. (laughs) (laughs) We can just comment. They can, like... We can take this feed right here and put that on the Jumbotron. Oh, yeah. Just commentate and talk and cheer why they're... I'm sure you and I, you and I would be like the choice to do. Oh yeah, that. I don't know. We're the most qualified. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like Errol there's Reese no one, too. Yeah, like what? Who's that? Um, but yeah, it's pretty much all I got for predictions this next year. I have 11 and five, but I'm gonna I'm gonna stick to that for the time being. Yep, I got 10 and six, so I think I'm good with that as well. And hopefully winning the division with either of those records. Uh, yeah, that'd be good. All right, well, I think uh, that's all we got for this episode, and we're going to you know, get back to you guys probably sometime during the preseason. We'll talk about where we think the roster is going to go and who we like, who we don't like, and we're adding a bunch of fun little segments and other things, just trying to make this a little more entertaining for you guys. Uh, doing video now? As... We're doing video. This <laughs> is We're actually doing a trial run right now with it. I'm going to have to edit it. We'll see what happens, but I think you're only going to hear this on audio. For now. But um, yeah, thanks for listening. I appreciate it. Kelson, take us away. So 2020 should be another fun Philadelphia Eagles season. Uh, pray to God we don't get the injury bug like we we're known to do. But yeah, like Colin said, we'll talk to you guys in a little bit.